Hi there, and welcome to One Body, One Life, proudly sponsored by Jamae's Fine Foods. I'm Vicky Nguyen, and I'm on a personal mission to live to 120, and I would absolutely love to take you on this journey with me. This fortnightly show is focused on longevity and understanding how we can all live longer and stronger through diet, exercise, lifestyle, nutrition, and so on. Each episode, we will uncover tips and tricks to living your healthiest and happiest life for as long as physically possible. I'll be chatting to the experts as well as people who have defied the odds and explore various treatments and modalities to help us all reach optimal wellness. So today I get to chat to the very lovely Sarah Gale from Wearing Your Worth. I met Sarah recently at a health food store in Melbourne when I was demoing some of the Jamais products and her smiley face and energy really stood out to me. Sarah, fashion industry veteran and former judge on Project Runway Australia, moved from the competitive fashion industry to pioneer the journey into the aesthetics of the soul. Sarah set up a program called Wearing Your Worth as a way to discover each individual's unique and authentic style while shedding light on mindsets that could be potentially holding people back in their life. Sarah says that our wardrobe speaks to us only if we're willing to listen and our clothes can reveal our greatest desires and biggest fears. So I'm really looking forward to hearing how Sarah can inspire us all um, to live a mindful life with more love, courage, vulnerability and transparency through our wardrobes and beyond. So welcome to the show, Sarah. Oh, thank you so much, Vicky. I'm really happy to be here and, and honoured to be on this podcast. So thanks for inviting me. Of course, absolutely. So I know you're a mother of two and um, I met you briefly, as, as I mentioned earlier, in Melbourne and I know you're super passionate about living an authentic life, but can you please share with us a bit more about yourself, how you landed here with the program Wearing Your Worth and what living authentically actually means? Mm, okay, some great questions there. So um, I guess for me, I, I think, Three, well, one, I'm five, one of five kids. Wow. And um, so, yeah, in, in being that, and there were, were four girls in five years and then five kids in seven years. So we were all on top of each other. And one of the things like very early on for me, I, I realized is that I had a propensity to be a real pleaser. So I took that role in my life. So constantly like, you know, looking for external references in, in how I should be. And it was exhausting. And that carried through to my life you know, my friendships, my work, like, you know, the patterns we have in childhood tend to play out in our adulthood life as well. Absolutely. I ended up in the fashion industry and, and um, spent three decades or so in the fashion industry, started in grassroots um, up and worked my way up into senior executive roles, was also the judge on Project Runway Australia, started up the iconic blah, blah, blah. Yes. And throughout the time, as much as I loved it, and I really did, so I knew when I was in my heart because it was something about me that, that just really drew me to the creative aspects of the industry. At the same time, I found myself more and more using my clothes as a guard and as a mask. Wow. And I was well aware, yeah, that although everyone thought I was this absolute bubbly dynamite pocket rocket used to be called the energizer bunny you know yes I I used to have all these different names and that energy was definitely there but I was really aware that authenticity was not really grounded in me and from from you know for me it's just been my lifelong piece yes that I think we're all here to be really authentic Yes. And to really live our gift. What did we come here to bring to this world? And for me, that's what really, you know, really gets me up in the morning. Amazing. And so, so from the fashion industry, you moved, you created this program based on your own life experience to try to be more authentic within yourself? 
Well, that's a really interesting piece. So if we go back to five years old, I had like what, what, what other people would probably call an awakening and an and out-of-body experience where I merged with the collective consciousness, which sounds strange to be doing at five. It was kind of strange when I was sitting in my mum's car with the rest of my siblings around me. But I, I basically all of a sudden got told to close my eyes, close my eyes and went into this mass of nothingness, like wow. complete nothingness. And it was like I was just in bliss land. I'd never, I, well, you know, in my body at that point, I hadn't experienced it before. And then I heard a booming voice inside me that said, you don't die when you die. And it was like, whoa. And I stayed in this blissful state. And then I heard, there is more to life than this. Okay. And by that, you know, as, as I reflected, I knew in myself that, that that had to do with what we see and what we experience on the external, there's, there's more on the internal. Yes. And so I always knew that there was something more than just what we experience on, on the external. Yes. And then, you know, in my 40s, I had a near-death experience with booming voices back, blah, blah, wow. blah. And it was like, it's not your time to go yet. You know, you haven't done what you came here to do. And wow. I've been in I've been in personal development since about twenty eight. I'm fifty six now, so for over the last twenty eight years. Yes. And with that, it's it's almost like my world started to collide. Okay. And um, I started to to wake up, you know, during the middle of the night with all these downloads about the psychological relationship we have with our clothes. Yes. And then I started to get super curious in myself. Yes. Because I realised that clothes, you know, getting dressed and what I wore was actually a field of angst for me, insecurity, it was a feeling of mm, indecisiveness and a lot of that was externally referenced. What will they think of me? God, you look ugly, Sarah. Wow. What are you, you know, um, what are you even thinking of? And will you look better than this person? Will you look worse than that person? Oh my God. You know, I used to get yes. myself in a frenzy. Because this is my craft. I know yeah. how to pronounce it together. It's like yeah. I was paid handsomely to do that. Yes. So I knew that there was something different about, there, there was something else in terms of, of clothes that had a lot more to do with my relationship with myself than it did with the clothes themselves. Interesting. And so, yeah, and so I went into my wardrobe one day, got super, super quiet, and next minute what I heard were all these voices in my head. Like it was like a meet-up group in my head mm. telling me all of these things in the sense of just the things I just described, like, oh, my God, what are you thinking? They won't accept you, blah, blah, blah. And I started to really connect in to what patterns were running inside me around getting dressed. And I realized that the, the key to really coming home to myself in what to wear to understand those patterns and then come under that to understand the truth of who I am, the, the, what is truly my authentic expression mm. in this life. What does my essence really want to fully show up in on a day-to-day basis yes and when I did that it's like my authenticity just went to a whole new level wow it's amazing but do you think like just talking about how you you I mean you're quite high up in the fashion industry so do you think there's more judgment that comes along with the you know the position that you had and there's an expectation of how you should look and so forth as well within that industry like was that a fear that was holding you back a little bit yeah, that's, a, that's another great question. If there's a sense of, um, I think it's rife throughout the industry. Yes. And, um, and as you do, like certainly um, Project Runway, I definitely put undue pressure on myself. And yes. I felt like I wasn't just dressing 
for how I was viewed, but I was also dressing in context with the brand as well. Yes, yes. And, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh. Even, you know, even going out shopping. Yes. Um, thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, if people – if, if people see me, if they if they talk to me, then I I need to be representing how other people see you. perspective of yes. me is, and yes. it was like I knew there was something super scary about that. Yes, but I just I, you know I just sat and I I witnessed it and I listened to it and I watched it and bit by bit it just started to unpack. Yeah. Um, mm. How interesting. So how's it been for you with COVID and lockdown and wearing active athleisure wear all day long? <laughs> well, you know, the interesting, yeah, that's a great question. So the interesting thing is at wearing the work, what we do is we find all the patterns first. Yes. So we find the belief patterns that you're playing with your wardrobe. Yeah. And the kicker here is that the patterns that you play in your wardrobe are the same as the patterns that you're playing out in life. Okay. So your wardrobe becomes almost like a decoding tool. Yeah. It's like it is a tangible representation of all your mindsets, your belief patterns, your conditioning that you've taken on from day dot. Interesting. We, yeah, it's fascinating. So when I open a wardrobe, what I see is all the different aspects of that person. Yes. And when I start to ask them different questions and they pull things out, we start to get a really clear of what patterns they're playing. Yes. Now, under those patterns, once we shine a torch on those patterns, because let's be honest, it's not, none of us need fixing. None mm-hmm. of us are broken. We're complete whole beings yes. on the inside. It's just we're carrying around a lot of stuff we don't need to, you know, that, that we're listening to on yeah. a daily basis, on a moment by moment, let's face it. So basically, once we shine a light on those patterns, what comes underneath that is what I term our style essences. And our style essences are the essence of who we came here to express and to embody. Okay. And they, that goes in clothing and, and elsewhere in our life as well because the wardrobe is just a reflection of the rest of our life. Right. So what we all have three style essences. Why are there three? I have no idea why there's three. There's just always three. Okay. And when we get those three, so for me, my style essences are bold. Yes. Um, grace, which is, grace for me is like an effortless elegance. Yes. And then sexy. And sexy is a felt feeling inside yes. me. Okay. Right? Yes. So now to your, your question about lockdown and, and leisure wear. Yes. For me, I make sure that I dress in my essences every day. Yes. Why do I do that? Yeah. I do that because when we put the three out, and, and our essences are completely unique to us. So yours will be different to mine. Yeah, you know, everyone has a different set of essences and a different expression of those essences. Okay. When we find those, we put them all in the one outfit. It's like a boom. Like seriously, it's like you plugged yourself in yes. to an electrical current of your very own charge. Yes. Clients look at me and just their whole disposition changes, their whole facial expression changes, their whole energy changes. So I've never felt this more alive in my life. And it's not about, hey, put on these clothes and see you feel confident. We're talking about a profound coming home to who we are, which yes. leaves you connected to your to your juice inside, your Amazing. your confidence, your yeah. power, right, your groundedness. So in lockdown, I'm not one of these people who have worn leisurely the whole time through because for me, I want to be in my fullness. Yes. So does that mean I've just sailed through lockdown? God knows. Whoa! Like I've been completely humbled. Yes. In lockdown. Yes. Completely humbled. You know, I've, I've 
I found where my monkey mind is totally right and, you know, found the fears and the frustrations and all the rest is everyone. I've still got up and put my essences on every day because I've noticed there have been times where I've, you know, gone into, you know, one of those slumps that we constantly go into Mm. in this space. And after a few days, it's like, whoa, like it really diminishes the the connection that I have with self. Yes. And it diminishes the power that I feel accessible to me from my inside. Amazing. So, I, I, you know, I know a lot of people have gone straight into Lisa and I say to everyone and anyone listening, and, and especially if you're starting to transition, even once we open up, you know, I think a lot of people will do something, you know, differently how they work and, and work from home a lot more because I think the world is changing. Yes. So I always say to people, get up, get dressed in your essence and, and, and dress for work. Like what kind of energy is that? What, what kind of energy do you, if it's a creative, make sure you've got flow on, make sure you've got a balance of your feminine and masculine in there. Yes. And then at the end, change. I always change at the end of my day because even if I'm at home, it's like oh, my psyche needs to know there is a sex change going. And if we're not doing that, we're blending one day to the next to the next. And, yes. and it adds to that lack of variety yeah. that we have in our lives. And we also then, we, we really are only honoring particular aspects of our identity rather than really choosing to to embody the fullness of who we really are. I love that. And I love that you say change, like creating a nice clear delineation between working day done, now we're into the home and this is the home outfit. (laughs) I love that. Absolutely. And it's great for us, but it's also good if we live with people, like we live with family. Yes. The kids get to see, oh, mum's off duty now. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I love that. And if you're going to have a connection then, say, with your partner, it's like, Move into to that dress as well. Yes. So that you get to, because we embody, you know, date night wear is totally different to workwear. Yeah. If it, once we're out in, in the space, if you're in workwear and you're going on a date after work, change. Yes. The energy you have at work, you don't want to take into your date. 100%. It's really, clothes are an embodiment tool. Yes. Clothes are not just something that covers our body. Yes. They are an embodiment tool. So I've been a daily meditator for 25 years. Yes. And I can meditate, come out of that, feel really zen. And what used to happen is I'd go to my wardrobe and I'd be kicked out of that. Mm. And what I know is that every single morning when you walk out the door, when we do get to walk out the door, when you walk out the door, (laughs) it's like we're going to get, you're either taking a connected aspect of you out there or a connected self, I should say, or if you've been standing in front of your wardrobe, not knowing what your essences are, you are dressing from your unconscious belief. Yes. And you don't even know you're doing it. And then you embody those beliefs and then you take them out into the world. So you constantly reiterate those beliefs which are not your friends. Mm, interesting. Interesting. I mean, one thing that got me through lockdown and still does every day is wearing my red lipstick, right? So I adore wearing bright colors and I always, always have this red dragon girl lipstick on. It's like part of my signature look, if you like. Um, but that's when I feel done and I feel ready to kind of, I'm on, I'm ready to seize the day. But tell us how, how clothing and colors can evoke a mood and lift you up and make you feel good. Can you talk us through that a bit more? Yeah. And you know, it's interesting. So what you just talked about your red lipstick, you will be hitting some of your essences with that. Yes. Okay. Right? So 
So it's because the way you described that was like, whoa. Um, now, <laughs> colors and, and, you know, I, I could feel it. Yes. That's my. That's how I and, start. Um, I feel on. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Once my lips are on, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, got it. So it's like you plugged yourself into your own current. Yes. Yes. So, so let me ask you here. What What is that red lipstick? What do you connect with? Um, if you had to put some words to that, what is it? Oh, it's fire. It's I love the passion. I love the color. It's um, it's also the color of the interior of my car as well. So I just love the red energy. I don't know. It's just it gets What does that make you feel? Alive. How alive. Feel? Awake and alive. Okay. Awake and alive. What else does it make you feel? Energized. Okay, Fast what else? And furious. <laughs> Fast, furious. Got it. Got it, got it. Okay. And sexy. So, so for to find your essences, we go under those because okay. they're end results, oh. right? They're not they're not feelings. So they are feelings Oops. that you're talking about. Yes, yeah. And so they're end results of being in your essences. Mm. Yeah. So we need to come under that to find. Okay. So what are your essences? Because for for you and for for the listeners, what they are, so you can put them into each outfit. Because that's when now when we talk about colors and things like that. So I'm not one of these people who say, right, here's your tone, you know, these are your colours, this is your colour palette. The same with this is the shape you are, this is what you should wear. To be honest, that is super disempowering. Okay. And and basically what's happening is someone's just contextualising their own essences and putting those on top of you. Mm. So it's exactly the same, albeit it looks a lot more sophisticated, but it's the same as running through... Um, looking at some, you know, some of the social media and saying, "Oh, okay, yep, I want to be that." Yes, it's like it's it's BS. Yes, it's total BS. It looks at you like a third-dimensional body. Yes, and says, "This is your shape. This is your color." I like to think about life in two train tracks. Think about one train track is like our heart and soul. It's the essence of who we are. Mm-hmm. The other train track is what I will term our ego. Now, some people get confused with, with the word ego. For me, ego is like our conditioned self. Yes. It's where we play yeah. out all our compensation to keep us loved, accepted, and safe, and we learn that very early. Yeah? Now, think about train tracks. They never cross over each other. They're always running parallel. I like to think about life in the sense of, of those two minds. One mind will always cost us the mind of the other. Right? We were never in our heart and soul and our ego at the same time. Mm. So if we're thinking about when we connect in with our clothes each morning from our heart and soul, which when we're dressing in our essences, we're actually t- saying out to ourselves and the universe, this is my intention. My intention for the day is to embody my heart and soul. Mm-hmm. Now, when we do that, it's like in that space, our body dysmorphia shifts because it's not present in that state. It's mm. only present in the state of our ego and our conditioned thoughts. Interesting. Right? When we're in there, it's like, and we put our essences on, it's like the colors that really speak to us, they literally fly up. Mm. It's, it's, like, it's like reconnecting with the heart of who we are. So, yes, colors, yes, you know, flows and fabrics and things, Whatever your essences are is what will bring you into the truth of who you are. Mm. And I like to think about it like a burning flame. Think about a, an open fire. Yes. I don't know about yeah. you, but for me, 
when I look at an open fire, I am so magnetized by those burning flames, I can't help but to look at it. Yes. Do you know that feeling? Yes, 100%. Right. What we're seeing is nature in true synchronicity. That's what happens when we wear our essences. Mm. We are connecting yes. with the heart, our nature. And then what we find is synchronicity just happens so much more fuller when we are in that state. Yes, 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 yes. Amazing. So you, you mentioned like some people have an emotional connection to clothing, but is this because um, they relate to the item to a memory, person, place or time in their lives? Like I know personally, even with okay. myself, with my my young kids, like they've grown up now, but I had an emotional connection to their clothing, like didn't, not wanting to throw out their garments or give them away because like, oh, it evoked a memory or something like that. So talk to us about this emotional connection with clothing. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question too. So we do obviously have emotional connections to clothing. I, I haven't walked into a wardrobe without, without that. Mm. So I would say your emotional connection, it's about understanding because some people find decluttering really difficult. Yes. Yep. I have an 11 step <laughs> process that I take people wow. through in, in my online course and it is foolproof, like completely foolproof. And what we look at there is if you think about there's an emotional connection and yes. then there's a heart connection. Now, some people think they're both the same. So it's really identifying that emotional connection. Is that connected with a pattern mm-hmm. that is holding you? in some kind of dysfunctional mind pattern or is that connecting with a love of some sort, mm. right? And is it connecting in with who you really are? So we say you, you looked at kids' clothes um, and with those, yeah, they can, they can connect us with that time in our life, Yes, right? Of when, when our child was that old, I, I still remember a lot of my kids' clothes and, you know, it's, it's, clothing is just one of those things for me that I remember those. And they, they hold me in that space of remembering my child like that. Yes. Or, you know, some of the listeners, you might have a piece of an item, an item in your wardrobe that you just don't want to throw out because it just holds these really beautiful memories of times that you had. Yes. So what I would say to that is if we were to come into that piece, we will find one, two or three of your essences within that piece. But if we think about emotions, emotions are actually of the ego, right? There's far more emotions tend to have us. And yes, it's energy, emotion, I get all of that. But they tend to, but compared to our essence and our heart, it's, um, emotions can often like combine with our patterns and our head thoughts and send us off into sins as well. Okay. So I like to any of those emotional pieces, I like to come under that and say, okay, what is it about that? That, that really connects you with your heart because what will be happening is you will be, you will be connecting with part of your essences because your essences don't just pertain to your clothes. They actually want expression in all of your life. Mm. So you'll see the way you've decked out your house, we'd find your essences in that. Yes. The way that you speak, the language that you use, the jobs that you do you'll find that your essences are constantly mm. looking for expression. Yes. And that will come in the way that your parents as well. Mm. For sure. So with so obviously, like with a person who's quite flamboyant in personality, obviously it's really easy for them to express through their clothing how well, their, their essence essentially. But what is it, what, what about people who, um, you know, what about budget? Does that determine one's, can that affect one's expression? And also, 
what does what we wear say about who we are? Okay, so let's, it sounds like there's three questions in that, so I'll just break those down. First yeah. of all, I'll just address the flamboyancy. Yes. It's really interesting. So flamboyancy can be a true expression of who you are. It can also be a mask. Okay. So some people will allow their clothes to do the talking mm. rather than themselves Interesting, yep. So I've had people, it was interesting actually, was it last year? It was last year. There was a couple of weeks in a row where I had a couple of one-on-ones because I do deep immersions like one-on-ones as well as online course. Mm-hmm. And in these one-on-ones, um, both separate ones, I didn't know each other, they were both, one was in her 70s, one was in her 60s. Now, they both left long-term marriages. Mm. They'd gone out before they'd left, like in the last, say, 12 to 18 months of being in that marriage, they found themselves buying a lot of really bright colored clothing. Wow. And... And so when we went through their wardrobe, so the same thing happened to both of them. What we found was that was their way of wanting to be seen and wanting to be heard in the relationship. Yes, yes. It wasn't their essence because the clothing that they bought in bright colors. Yes. Were, the attributes of those styles were very masculine. Okay. They were high crew necks. Yes. They were, you know, or they were um, loose fitting tees. Yeah. They were shirts traditional shirts, which hold a lot of masculine. Yes. And what happened was once they left that relationship, what they were really looking for was a lot of the feminine. Their Mm. feminine was rebirthing. Yes. So they'd used more of the flamboyant colors and loud patterns to say, hey, I want to be seen. I want to be heard, but I don't know how to do that through my language. Mm. So that's one thing to, you know, don't always assume when we see people in bright colored out yes. they're actually really flamboyant on the inside sometimes they're just wanting they're, they're they're wanting their clothes to do the talking in which case sometimes there's a lack of congruency mm. between who they are on the inside and who they're expressing on the outside so they're using their clothes as a mask not all the time but i want to just put that out yes there, that yes it's, it's not a general rule okay the next question you asked was about cost yes you know i had i had a client who had 10 pieces of clothing in her wardrobe that was it Wow. We, yeah, we went through it and we found our essences amongst that because you will all have your essences already in your wardrobe. They will be there. It's just you won't know about it. Okay. And you, you won't know what they are. So the second half of the session, we went to um, an op shop and we did the second part of the session in the op shop. Mm. She brought bought a brand new wardrobe under $75. Wow. When she knew her essences, yes. it is so easy. easy. Yes. It's so easy. And the other thing is, I went into another another client who had been having temper tantrums about around her wardrobe for 18 months daily before I arrived. Mm. And she was just like, I hate all of my wardrobe and blah, blah, blah. And anyway, by the end of that session, we had found 22 new outfits in the wow. wardrobe she hated. Wow. It's fascinating. Amazing. That's incredible. Yeah, it, really, it really is. It really is. And that's mm. one of the reasons I love this program is because it's just so, it really dis- it, it really empowers who we are mm. and, 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 you know, really debunks the old 
thought pattern is that you know to dress well you've got to have lots of money yes and yeah. you know you've got to look like this you've got to look like that no you need to connect to who you are yes and look out i get clients ringing me the next day this is absolutely and this is a consistent thing that happens they're either ringing or they're texting me saying i don't know what's going on but i've just had someone chase me around the supermarket to tell me how incredible i look and i'm like <laughs> Amazing. awesome and then other people have said people cross the road to come and say I just have to say, I don't know what it is about you, but you just look amazing. And there's yes. something about you. Wow. And what they're seeing is the congruency from mm. the inside out. That's beautiful. Amazing. Mm. So then that question, mm. what does what we wear say about who we are? It doesn't really say much then. In some cases, like with the flamboyancy, it doesn't really say. But when you're in, when you're congruent with your, your mind, your heart and your ego and what you were saying before, obviously it says a lot, but... That's an interesting one, isn't it? Look, it is interesting. And I think the thing is exactly as you said. So you'll know when you're in the present. So have you ever been in a room? You might be at a, a party or, a, you know, a, um, an event of some sort. Yes. Someone walks in the room and it, it, they just have a presence about them. Yes. It's like, oh. Now, it may be, you may look at the outfit and think it's the outfit. But there's a presence that is palpable. Mm, mm-hmm. That is when you know that they're congruent. Yeah. Other than that, someone can walk in the room and you can go, wow, I really like that top they've got on. But their whole presence doesn't light up. Yes, yes, Do you yes, know that yes, feeling? yes. Yeah, yes, so let, absolutely. Let me tell you about that too. That top that you're admiring, yeah. you think it's about the top. Actually, what's happening is it connects one of your essences. Okay, yes. So when people go out, have you ever been in this position that you go out and you see something on someone and you go, oh my God, I've got to find that. Like that just really feels like me. And you go out and you find something very similar and you put it on and you go, whoa, no, Mm. it's not doing it for me how it was. That's because what you've seen is the first instance. What you've seen is you've seen someone in congruency mm. between the inside and the outside. Yeah. And that's what you're attracted to. Mm. Whereas when you find something, so I've, a tip for everyone listening is that if there's something, if there's a piece that feels, you know, when you, you, you just feel this connection yes. with a piece of clothing, yeah. ask yourself, how does that make me feel? Yes. And then go to your wardrobe and go through and, and start to identify some of the pieces that have you feel the same way. It could be in a totally different area. It could be a piece of exercise here. Mm, it could be a piece yes. of formal wear. Yeah. But just find what what it is that allow that that is connecting you to that piece because it may be it may give you an inkling as to you know the vicinity of one of your essences. Yes. Our essences are themes across the whole of our wardrobe. We never find them just within the one piece. We go through and we go across the board to find them. And when you've got them, it's just like, it's, it's super easy and it's so obvious. It's just not funny. Yeah. Interesting. So there is a question here about the essences. I know you've covered it quite a bit, but how do we work out what they are and how can we dress to truly embody them? Is that a whole workshop with you? <laughs> yes, thinking. it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good, okay. Um, great, Kevin. Yes, it yeah. is. Like it's a whole process because what we have to do first is we need to unpack the patterns first. Yes, Because if we exactly. don't, 
you can imagine our ego gets hold and tries to tell us what our essences are. For sure. And yep. actually, then what we do is we just re-embody yep. very disempowering patterns in what we're dressing because it's all an external focus. Of course, I get that. So you've said that wardrobes can either empower or disempower us. Can you explain that a bit more? Yeah, sure. So if you think about every morning when you go and get dressed, yep. you're either dressing from your conscious, uh, your conscious mind, and, and you're really you're really aware of your patterns and you're aware of your essences, yes. or you're dressing from your unconscious patterns mm. and you don't know about it. Okay. And so when you're doing that, you're actually really disempowering the heart of who you are. Mm. And it becomes hit and miss, right? So people will say, oh, my God, I felt amazing what I wore, you know, yesterday and, and it felt really good and this happened, this happened, this happened. They will exclude their essences. Yes. Right? But what they'll do is they'll put it down to that piece of clothing or that particular outfit. Yeah. So it's very hard to emulate if you don't know what they are. Yes. Because then you don't know how to put them in. You're, in your essences, you can express those in weekend casual wear, smart casual like formal wear, date night wear, work wear, leisure wear, exercise wear. You can be out at work. You can be at home, wherever. Your essences are always expressed mm. in whatever yes. you're wearing. And they can be expressed from high-end to um, to entry price points. They can be expressed from new clothes to old clothes. Yes. Like when, when we've got those, I think the thing is, I talked about that woman, like 22 new outfits. Mm. In your wardrobe, it's when you know your essences, it's like shopping in your own wardrobe. Yes. There are so many different ways that you can do that. And then we didn't talk about the masculine and feminine, and this is a really important piece that I'd love to, love to put in. Go for it. Think about uh, what I see a lot with women is that their feminine doesn't get the full expression. So in this world, the masculine energy is very rewarded. Yes. Right? In the workplace, it's very rewarded. And workplaces originally were built for the masculine energy. Mm. Right? So it's not about the feminine need shifting. It's like we need to shift that perspective. So what happens though, and especially in workwear, but in, in all areas, women end up dressing a lot to downplay their feminine yes. and really put in their masculine. Because what I found is a lot of, a lot of people, um, they couple power with the masculine mm. right so they look for it through that now one of the things about that is our masculine so i'm talking our internal masculine and our internal feminine yes our masculine is there to hold a container for our feminine mm. but not to contain her okay so by that in our outfit we need to have plenty of feminine expression but we also need to be able to anchor that with a masculine energy in our outfits as well. So we okay. need a balance. If we've got all feminine, yet you know, service stations, sexual stations, whatever we call them, you know those long, big, coloured mm, tubes that get filled with air and they've got these arms and they kind of float yes, around? Yes, yes, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they kind of look really ungrounded. Yes. If we've got only feminine, that's what we feel. Okay. If you've ever put on an outfit, right? Yeah, yeah. And and, and we don't have any masculine to ground it. It's like she feels unsafe on some level. Yes, I get that. Yeah, I, I actually yep, heard something recently which described the masculine as like a bowl and the feminine was the water within the bowl that was ever moving and oh, fluid. That's beautiful, right? So it's the same thing. Yes. To hold a container for our feminine. Yes. But not to contain her. Yes. Absolutely. That, that's perfect. So if you think about if any if anyone, yourself or the listeners, have got like I, I was out to dinner one night and a, a woman at the table said to me, oh, 
She said, I bought the most beautiful dress the other night. Like it's just the other day. It's stunning. She said, but I got it home and I put it on and it's just like, whoa, if something didn't feel right. And I yes. said, okay, describe the dress. The dress she described is very feminine, like super, super feminine. And I said to her, what are you pairing it with? Like what shoes are you pairing it with? She said, oh, these beautiful, really dainty heels and their stilettos and, you know, lots of skin showing and blah, blah, blah. And I said, right. I said, I, I invite you to try something different. I yes. said, when you get home, put the dress on and have you got a pair of uh, like ankle boots? And she looked at me really strangely and said, yep. And I said, try them, see what happens. Yes. And she was just kind of like screwing her face. I was like, okay. Anyway, she rang me later that night. She said, I cannot believe this. I cannot believe this. Yeah. I love this dress now. And purely because she didn't have the masculine anchoring. Yes, yes. So there wasn't the container for her feminine to feel in full expression mm. and to feel safe in her expression. Interesting. Right. And it's the same even, you know, think about relationships, you know, be it be, but whatever um, constitution they are, you know, yeah, heterosexual yeah. or whatever, right? It's like the, 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 it's, it's like before, if we think about our feminine, I like to think about our feminine as that very creative force, yes. right? She's a creator. Yeah. She births yes. babies, yes, it's a yes. mistake. Yeah. Right? She births ideas. Like that, that's where innovation comes from. Totally. And we need to allow her space in this world. Mm. And But in order to do that, she wants to feel that safety of the masculine holding that. Mm. And that's why whenever we're writing or whatever we're doing in a creative aspect, we've got there'll be some kind of structure that holds the very outside and then we let that creative piece flow mm. from there. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's like this conversation, right? There's a structure around yes. that. yes. And then we're flowing amongst that. Yeah, interesting. And 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 I like to think so. The feminine and masculine is no different in our clothing as well. If we've got too much masculine, and some people might relate to this. Some I know a lot of people find this in workplace, but it's also snuck into a lot of exercise wear. It's snuck into a lot of um, leisure wear, mm. weekend wear. If there's too much masculine in an outfit, and the feminine's not getting a, a, a go, we can feel really drained. Mm. We can feel blah. We can feel like our energy is just not turned on. And yes. and we can feel that we just don't have that accessibility to the creativity inside. And creativity births like spontaneity, mm. impulse. It's like it connects us with with that, that accessibility of mm, imagination mm. on the inside. And just that knowingness, you know, and we just know yes. what we know. Yeah. Sure. And if we're if we're in too much masculine, we are not going to get that. Mm. The feminine comes up with the idea, the masculine executes. Interesting. Uh, well, the feminine executes as well. But yes. the, if we think about, you know, laws of, of creativity, yes. we've got that sense of imitation is the lowest yep. sense, yep. right? And then at the very top is that imagination that yes. we just allow to go really free. Yeah, interesting. And, um, you know, the feminine really is, is the one that, Creates and let's look at this world. This world is going through a massive shift now. Mm. My greatest passion is to build a world of really powerful feminine, mm. like to, to really allow that new feminine out because we need that. Mm. For the masculine, like if you think about the masculine archetypes out there and the feminine archetypes, for the masculine to shift, we need the feminine to shift. Mm. It, it, it's going to happen in harmony and in balance to do that. 
Yeah. But we really is, is need to own our power in the feminine. Interesting. Our feminine power is no match. Uh, um, our masculine power. It's so strong. Mm. It's, you know, the, the force of our feminine power is extraordinary. Interesting. Absolutely extraordinary. Wow. So while we're on the feminine power, so obviously women, as women, we go through so many physical changes, whether it be pregnancy, post-baby body, menopause, or even just weight fluctuations. Like in your experience, do women struggle to embrace their true essences at those different stages of life or do our essences change? Like for example, with you and your sex is one of your essences. So did that change for you during those stages of life or... Talk to us about that. My experiences with the essences, and I've only been working with them over the last, um, wearing a work has been going for about 10, and the essences started to arrive about five years ago. Okay. Yet in that time, I have not seen any change. And, and what's really interesting, I was working with a client a few months back, and because she actually rang me and said, I think my essences have changed. And I said, well, let's have a look. You know, I'm curious. Like, yes. Let's, um, I'm curious. Let's do a session. So we came in and they hadn't. Yeah. What it was was that one of them had slightly grown up in expression, but mm-hmm. the actual essence hasn't changed. Okay. What we did was we went back and all of a sudden she had this look on her face. And I said, what is that? And she said, I'll be back. She went out and she came back and said, have a look at this. And we looked at a photo of her at nine years old and she, she, she said, I always remember this outfit. It was her essences. Mm. Our essences, we are born into this world into a full expression of who we are. Yeah, and what we get to do is tap into that. They, my experiences, they don't change. And if I think about me back in childhood, they didn't change. Yes, they yes. haven't changed. Yeah. So is it fair to say, like, you can liken the um, the essences to one's personality? Like, that's just who you are. You're bold. You're graceful. You're sexy. That's you. That's Sarah. So whether you express well, you know it through what? your yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> through your fashion, not- through your furniture, and your personality, that is you. Yes, it is. Okay, so just for listeners to make it, yeah, just to kind of the top three words that describe themselves, I guess that kind of can help people to kind of isolate what those essences are perhaps. Not unless they've found the conditioning under it. Okay. Because otherwise your ego gets hold of it. So this is what I've seen happen. Yes. Your ego will get hold of it because the conditioning inside you tells you that's how you want to be seen. Okay, yep, I get it. Yeah? Yes. So that that is a trap and it's like, to do that, it's, it's then labeling ourselves again. Mm. So I don't like to put it towards personality. Okay. For me, personality is more of an egoic, external yep. facing. Understand. Right? I like to hold it really with that word essence, yep. with that word heart. Mm-hmm. And for any of us really to live an authentic life, we really need to know who really are we. Yes. Like, you know, that, that famous thing, if, if you it dance like no one's watching you. Yes, yes, like, yes, sing yes. like no one's listening to you. Just yes. be like you're not thinking about what anyone's thinking yep. about you. In your power, exactly. And, and yeah, so that part is, it, it does flow through. And it's interesting in the last module of the course, we then look at the essences in outer life mm-hmm. and where they're looking for more expression. When we actually shine a torch on it, it's fascinating to see how they are already expressing it. It's like, well, I mean, it, it blows my mind. Yes. Like, oh my God, yeah. look at that. <laughs> look at that. It's fascinating yeah and it's a bit like you know when we know our set of values um it's really awesome because we get to understand some of the decisions that we make when we get to understand our essences it just becomes obvious it's like oh of course yeah that's going to be important to me in and especially like i 
I think wearing your worth, you know, is really pivotal for people who enjoy that aesthetic expression mm. or for those people who find that sense of, I don't, mm, you know, I, I, I feel angst and I feel this sense of lack of confidence when yes. I get dressed. Yep. Because it means that there's some there's some importance to them mm. around that. Yes. And they really, you know, that they value that part of their life. For sure. And um, it's a really, uh, look, we all have to get dressed. It's law. We can't go out into this world naked. <laughs> like, we're not allowed, right? Exactly. <laughs> so what's really interesting in that is that in doing that, it's like we can use anything in our lives to bring us into a greater resonance with who we really are. Mm. And when there's something that we are doing every single day, I, you know, that to me is pivotal to make sure that that is aligned. Yeah. Because otherwise it's going to misalign. And, you know, even, look, your essences play out. Yeah. Anyway. Interesting. Even, you know, when we're not wearing clothes. But, yeah. I know. I want to talk about the sexy thing for a minute because I've been described many times as wholesome sexy and I really like that description, right? But I want to know, mm. is it common for women to suppress or downplay their sexiness or playful side out of fear of being judged? Uh, yes, 100% it is. Yeah. So, so you think sexy's got a bad rap yes. out there. Yes, yep. And wearing your worth, we look at, if you think about sex and sexy, it's second chakra, right? It's yep. like creation. Yes. Like uh, originally we had sex to create, to procreate. Yeah. It connects us in to our creativity. Mm. It connects us into the creation of who we are. Yes. And we've made that wrong because for so long it's been seen through a masculine view. Yeah. So we, you know, we did it in essence for, for feedback in that. And mm. in that then women, I mean, some of the greatest mm, um, judgment we get around sexy and 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 sexy women find is from from other women. Yes, yeah, you know, because there is a threat there. So it, I mean, if you think about back in caveman days, yeah, right, right, right back, men were out there providing and protecting. Yes, right, protecting the clan out there hunting the beast, and women were in there. Their appearance was very important to attract the mate that they wanted. Right, yep. so there was this whole thing around appearance, which you know is kind of in our genes, in there as well. And it's and sexy has been one of those things that it's almost um, become taboo mm. a lot of the time. Yes. So it's taboo from other women, yep. and then taboo because we don't want unwanted attention. And mm. a lot of people say, "I feel unsafe looking sexy," yes. and it's really, you know, I mean, honestly, this world it needs to change. Yeah, because. And wearing a worth, we look at sexy as a feeling. Yes. So for me, sexy might be I have, you know, I wear things that uh, uh, allows my chest to meet the air. Yeah. So my my sexy loves the air to kiss my skin. Mm. It might be in, you know, having bare shoulders. Sometimes yes. it's about bare ankles. Yep. Right? It's like um, it might be for others, it could be the flow in a dress. Mm. It could yes. be a snugness. Yeah. Of a fit, yes. It's what what's so beautiful about really expressing our, our sexiness is it allows us to connect in with that power base. Yes, and that doesn't you know people go oh my god sexy that means boobs out butt out blah blah blah. You know what? 
there is no right or wrong, good or bad. When you're in your essences and you're resonating with the heart of who you are, mm. there is such a congruency within that. Yes. That the beauty, beauty I, I like to think about beauty this way. Beauty is when I see something, when I'm experiencing taking in from the outside, it, it, it comes in and it touches love and yep. love being the pure essence of who I am. Mm. That's what beauty is. Yes. Right? It's like this. it touches me in a way that enlivens love within me. Yes. That's true beauty. Yeah. Gorgeous. And so for, for me, when um, when you get sexy and, and um, that that is your expression of sexy and wholesome sexy compared to someone else's expression of sexy will be different. Yes. But wholesome sexy... Um, how does that feel for you? How do you feel when you're wholesomely sexy? Yeah, I like it. I like it. One of my girlfriends coined me with that a few years ago. I'm like, oh yeah, I get that. <laughs> wholesome sexy. I yeah. Don't know. It just, it just, it is. It, yeah, I guess I'm both in a sense. It kind of covers all bases. Beautiful- <laughs> yeah, got it. It's a, it's a beautiful part, right? To it, to really celebrate our feminine. Yes. It's a, why can't we be sexy? Absolutely. Yep, exactly. But what about women who struggle with their body image? You know, at some point in our lives, we've all been our worst, own worst critics. And I can imagine, you know, consciously or subconsciously that we would be choosing garments that cover up the body that we're not comfortable with or parts of the body we're not comfortable with. So what would your Absolutely. advice be to women who are, you know, struggling to embrace um, where they're at in their lives and accept and love themselves at, at, you know, a stage where they may be a little bit heavier than, you know, they've been in the past or whatever? Yeah, so, so there has not been a woman that I've worked with who hasn't had some kind of um, negative talk around her body. Mm, yes. And it does not matter. We've gone from size zeros. It doesn't matter whether you're in size zeros or in size teens or in size 20. makes no difference. And do you know what? The dialogue is pretty similar. Yeah. So we think it's just us. Yes. And we think that it's actually about our body. Mm. And what it is is we're disconnected from our heart. Yes, yes, yes. When we remember the two train tracks. Yeah. Well, what I find is when we're in our heart, those conversations to ourselves are not there. Mm. Yep. They're not there because they're not present. Exactly. In our heart. Exactly. Yes. So that's why to really make that to, to to decide to come home to our essence each day, it also helps on that level too mm. in the sense of really because look as women as you mentioned before so rightly because we've got so many we go through so many different changes in our body mm. I look at people and I say to them why would I want to get rid of the lines I have on my face mm. they're my smile lines yes. they're my yes. they're actually my wisdom lines yes. like yes. I've earned these yes. I've absolutely <laughs> exactly. earned these yep. right yep. and and the shape of our body. It's mm. like we were all put here in our own unique form. Mm. And yep. when we allow ourselves to love our unique form, we come into our heart. Mm. Now, when we come into our essences, it just, the, 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 our whole body discussion just lessens. Yes. It's not present when we are in connection with our essence and our heart yeah and that's one of the things i love about this program too because we move in post-menopause and pre-menopause and yes post-baby and and a lot of people coming out of divorces and separations and things you know they're going through a whole new re-embracement of themselves yes and 
you know, wearing your worth really it gets us to wearing our worth both in our clothes and also just in the skin that we're in. For sure. And, you know, it's really, it's, it's pivotal. I, I think almost if we think about it, I say the wardrobe is one of the ego's chief weapons mm. to use against us. Yep. Um, because if you're, if you're concentrating on your body and you then go and look at your wardrobe, what's going to come up to you? Your body is going to come up to you yes. because you're, you're housing that, right? It's like, um, I, I won't go into analogy, that, that's probably pretty clear. Yep. So we need to be able to approach our wardrobe from our heart so that we can approach our body from our heart mm. as well. Because yep. I'm so going to tell you and all the listeners, we deserve that. Yes. We yes, deserve yes. to feel great in our body, in our skin, in our clothes, in ourselves because yep. we came here to be who we are. Yes. Let's do that. Yep. Beautiful. Love that. Exactly. So what about like the younger generation? I feel like they're breaking a lot of molds for us, like particularly with um, corporate environments, like in the corporate space of you know, the certain expectation of how you should dress. But the the rise of the sneakers, you know, I love that fashion with, you know, with, a, with suits, sneakers with a suit, that kind of vibe. Talk to us about that. Do you think the younger generations are breaking molds? I think they are. But look, I definitely think they are breaking molds, right? Yep. And they've got, and I think we're bringing through into the planet like a lot of thought, you know, thought leaders, a lot mm. of change, a lot of questioning the status quo. Yep. And gosh, we need to, right? Yes. We and I noticed, sorry to. to cut you off. I noticed with my daughter, she's 15 and she she's like, it's all about pos- body positivity. So all the girlfriends that she's got, they're all, you know, different shapes and sizes, but they're all, they're all, they all seemingly are quite comfortable in their own skin. And um, mm. yeah, she doesn't, there's no, I don't know. It was different when we were growing up. I think there was a lot of emphasis on, I mean, Kate Moss was the star of the day back then. So that um, kind of, you know, I guess, um, yeah, made a lot of women feel insecure about their physiques. But I think it's different with this generation. Well, my daughter's generation anyway, there's a lot of body positivity kind of conversations going on. I think you're right. And I think the collective consciousness is starting to shift. Yes. Right. And and that's why we need more um, work to be yes. done to be able to um, really shift that and to have great role modeling yep. for these uh, for the younger generation as well. Yes. We need to embrace our crones. For sure. As, as an older generation, right? Because the younger generation, you're right, they are yeah. coming up and they're questioning and they're saying, damn you, I'm going to love myself exactly as I am. Yes, yes. Now, the, the, the thing that's going to be really interesting is we, we also need to be mindful that um, – We've got enough of the feminine energy coming through that too. Mm, okay. Yep. Yeah. That so we we still have that 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 powers through because it's really and it's coming. The feminine expresses in lots of different ways. I'm not saying, um, you know, the feminine needs to be in skirts and dresses and this that. No, the feminine energy expresses in lots of different ways. Yes. And same with the masculine energy. Some yep. are obvious, but some are far less than obvious. Mm. It's really about making sure that we've got that balance yes. coming through as well. Because when you talk about sneakers, yes, and sneakers are great, but they do hold a lot of masculine energy. I wear mm. sneakers a lot, yes, right, yes, most, yes. Of, most of the time, especially in winter. Yes. And um, so they hold playful essences, they hold unique essences, yeah. they hold like pop essences, um, but they can hold a lot of masculine. So we have to make sure that we've got the, the feminine in there that's just allowing us that accessibility to that creativity and that innovation on the inside as yes, well. Yes, yes, yes. I get it. Interesting. So what about if someone's listening right now and they're realizing they may not be dressing 
for themselves or, you know, embracing their true essences and falling into patterns that really aren't authentically them. What are some key things mm. that you, you could suggest that they start doing to help express their authentic selves through their wardrobes? Yeah, got it. Okay, so I would suggest that they do what I did to start with. Mm. Go into your wardrobe. When you're getting dressed, just listen to that yeah. white noise because yeah. it will be white noise, right? There, there'll be voices there that you won't even know. So just to start to... To, to hear, to, to see what's there. Yes. Yeah? I would I would do that. And then I would also, another, like, easier thing to be able to do is contemplate your masculine and feminine in your outfit. Okay. And see what's more dominant within there. Yes. Right? And and see if there's a, 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 mal, a, a misalignment. I find with women, um, and I work mainly at the moment with women, I find that they hold somewhere between um, 65 yeah. to 90 percent feminine, okay. and then the uh, feminine, and then the rest masculine. Okay, the majority probably sit around 80 percent feminine, and that's a good balance for them for the, yeah. for the people that I've worked with. Okay, um, but I just be mindful around that mm. um, on what that is. And another thing that people could do too that, that I often take through workshops is thinking about their entire wardrobe. Yes. And have a look at, I mean, you could look at the styles in your wardrobe and start to see where's the balance of masculine and feminine in the style. Yep. And what's more prevalent. Yes. And then ask yourself, why do I wear these things? Like, Really, why am I wearing what I'm wearing? Is it around safety? Is it around what other people will think? Yes. Is it around how I feel in this? Like, and and you mentioned leisure wear before, so let yep. me just add something onto that. Yep. Which is relevant. So, leisure wear. If we think about when we first went into COVID, yes, leisure wear sales went through the roof. They did, right? Yeah, and <laughs> they did. And I don't think that's for two reasons. I think firstly, yes, there was that sense of, okay, all right, well, I can do this now. I haven't been able to do this before. Yes. Right? So there was a novelty in that. Gee whiz, I can wear this and I can work from home and, and people were exhausted. Yeah. Right? There was a circuit breaker that went on when we first went into lockdown. Yes. And the other thing that can happen as well, if you find that you're wearing leisure wear a lot and you're not feeling so great in it, there's, there's part of what will be happening is we look to our clothes unconsciously to ignite different feelings in our life. Yes. So in leisure wear, if you're, if you're in a bit of a rut with leisure wear, I'd ask yourself, what am I, like leisure wear often wants to bring us into a relaxed and calm sense. Mm -hmm. So I'd ask yourself, where else can I instill relaxed and calm into my life? Is that I need 10 minutes before I go to bed to myself? to go through a mindful exercise or a short meditation? Or is it, gee, I need half an hour during the day just by myself mm. to go for a walk in nature? Where is it that you might be asking for that, what you're trying to induce in your clothes? Where else can you put that into your life mm. so that then you can start to mix your clothes up a bit okay. so that you, know, you don't get stuck into a default pattern? Because any default pattern comes from the mind, not from your heart. 
You know what? I really miss wearing heels. <laughs> have to say. Mm. How do heels have you feel? I love wearing heels. I feel dressed up and sexy and all that. But you know what? It just doesn't feel right, especially in Melbourne still right now. No, one's, You can't wear heels. It just doesn't feel right. <laughs> okay. So, so this is a perfect example, right? Yep. You just said heels make me feel dressed up. So when you're dressed up, how do you feel? Sexy. Um, okay, sexy. What else? Excited. I don't know. Um, feminine. Yeah, got it. So there'll be some kind of essence that's probably around feminine for you. Okay. Right? They're sexy, then there'll be something else, and then there'll be something else. Yeah. And what to find those, because then you look and you go, okay, so heels don't feel like they're appropriate to, to, at to, the moment. to walk around at yeah. home at the moment. <laughs> exactly. But how can I put those essences in? Because you will feel that same feeling if you've got your essences on in an outfit. Okay. Got it. Yes. Yeah? Yep. Mm-hmm. So that that that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I totally love that. <laughs> that I do yeah, miss but that, Yeah, of course you do. And you know what? I have a I have a I have a sneaky suspicion, I could be wrong here, that red lipsticks might might be sexy for you as well. Yes. Yeah. So so one of those, you know, the wholesome sexy. Yeah. There could be in there and there could be something, you know, as I said, there'll be an essence that's tied up with the feminine somewhere in there yeah. and we just dig to find that as well. Yeah. Once once you find your patterns, they'll just show. Mm, they'll show super easy, right? And then yes. you start to to be to mix up. Because it you can still be in accordance with your environment. Yes. However, your essence always comes first. Yep. And and so those essences will go in the environment you're going into. Mm. But but it means that you can always feel that feeling yeah. that, that you feel in your heels because what you're doing is you're just connecting with your essences. Yes, I get it. So can you share with us a, a story or a client, a most transformative or profound experience that you've had with a client, which has helped them, I guess, uh, on their journey or to help regain their confidence or uncover patterns or give us an example of one of the most um, yeah, life-changing clients that you've had or experiences? Mm, yeah. Gosh, I've had so many. It's been, oh, honest to God, phenomenal um, amazing. Let me give you this one. Um, so a woman who said she she just couldn't seem to find her place here. She was from um, another country. She was actually from the UK. Yes. And she'd been living here for a few years and she was just like, I can't, I can't feel a home here. I don't know what's going on and mm. I, just, I just can't understand you know, why Why I don't feel at home. I think I actually had to go home. I don't think I should stay here. Wow. And it was a real dilemma for her because she was over here with her then boyfriend or yes. fiance, actually. And she was just like really caught, you know, that horrible feeling of what do I do here? Because yes. I just can't seem to find myself here. Yeah. Anyway, as we went through her wardrobe, and she was another one who just, you know, hated her wardrobe and couldn't work out why and blah, blah, blah. So I started asking her questions within that and got her to pull out certain things. And what we found was that her essences were very feminine. Like there was, oh gosh, I can't remember exactly what they were now, but there was there was like a, a, a flirty type essence. There was a playful and there was another one, but they were all very feminine. Yes. Right? What she was wearing though, was she was wearing... Um, Jeans, lace-up shoes, yep. oversized T-shirts and blazers. And that okay. was pretty much their stock standard uniform, right? Wow. yes. What we found that came out from that, that came from under that though, was this, her essences 
when she when she put these essences on, they were just like, oh, okay. I think the, I think from memory, it was sophisticated, it was flirty, and it was playful. Okay. And what happened was when she put those on, it's like she came absolutely alive. Like mm. I mean, like kapow, kapow yes. alive. Wow. And we found like so many over twenty outfits in her wardrobe. Right, that were already there. Now the kicker to this is, it was I was so curious as why was she wearing what she was wearing when she was in uh, uni? She'd been going out with this man from eighteen to twenty-one years old. She was, and then he broke up with her, and she was devastated. He started seeing someone else like only a few months later. Right, the, the new girlfriend that he started to see had a very masculine style. Oh, Jean. Blazer, yes. blazer too. Yes. This woman, unbeknown to her, yep. had had taken on that to be attractive and to be beautiful, oh. she had to be in a masculine style. Interesting. And it was totally against who her she was. Essence. Yeah. And she was drained, and she couldn't work out why mm. she felt like she did. You know, at the end of the session, she said to me, "Oh my god!" I said, "What?" And she said, "I've just realised." I don't need to go home. And I was like, oh. And she said, I just needed to come home to myself. Yes. Interesting. And How beautiful. That was it in a total nutshell. You know, yeah. she went on to quit the job she was in, start yeah. her own business, yeah. marry the man, and she's, you know, she's fine. But she was just completely, yeah, it was beautiful. She was yeah. just out of congruency with who she really was. Yes. Yeah. And How that's where those sneaky patterns come in, right? Yes. Yes. It's, so, yeah, I mean, I've, I I could tell you loads of different stories, but yeah. that, that's always that's amazing. That's a really beautiful one. And someone just, that's really what it is in yeah. his life. Authenticity is coming home to who we really are. Totally. Do you think with, I haven't got this question in here, but with men, it feels like it's so much easier to be a man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes. I want to come back yes. as a man it's like you know pants and a t-shirt or pants you know slacks and you know even when you're dressing for a wedding it's so easy or dressing for corporate or like any it's so easy to be a man <laughs> feels like you know that's so that's hilarious um what what I find and and I have um done someone's wardrobes as well yeah and there's an absolute consistency in it, it, they're pragmatic. Yes. So practicality comes first. So, okay, yeah. So if we think about our masculine or, you know, males as the masculine embodying more masculine, mm. right, the practicality is always first and foremost. Yes. Always. Yep. And look at them stop. <laughs> That's true. They go out for something and they buy what they're after. Yeah, yeah. We go out for something, we come back with, with what takes our heart. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it's just like, so, so women, they still do have their essences. Yes, of course. And it's fascinating, right? It feels more subtle, mm. yet I also know that when I've done it, it's like, yeah, they're like, whoa. And they'll, they'll report back and they go, I went to this meeting. I actually wore these shoes. Yep. And, man, I, I just showed up differently because I felt more connected. Yes. But to them, it's very practical. And, and something I want to say about, like, in the narrative, that we talked about before, your narrative will often come in first around the practicality. Yes. You know, where am I going? What's the weather? That's fine. There's the practicality. Thank it and then go in under your heart. That's, yeah. that's, okay. that, that's the piece for us is that we need to come under because if you're really 
if you're really driven by the masculine in your wardrobe, yep. everything will be around practicality and that's why you'll be feeling mm, disinspired, bored, yep. drained, out of kilter, all that kind of thing because there's only practicality, which is aligning you constantly with your masculine and your feminine is not getting avoided. Yes, interesting. Okay, I've got one more question for you. So sure. what are your top three tips to living a longer, stronger, happier, healthier life? Oh, <laughs> okay. So alignment with self. So mm. whatever that is through, right, that, that being awake yep. to when my patterns are coming in yes. and then challenging those patterns in a way that, you know, allows me to come under those. Yes. So it might be through my wardrobe. It could be through my language. It could mm-hmm. be you know, decisions of, of what I do, but to be really awake, yeah, to, to, to stay one. awake in that. Mm. Food, for me, yeah. um, to be really aligned with my heart in yes. food. Yeah. Um, so I really, I'm vegan, gluten-free, low FODMAP, yes. and, um, you know, I like to really eat well. Mm. I like to, I, I, I love that. I really love that. Yeah. And then the last one for me, really authentic, is connection. Mm. So connection with self, yes. Um, so, you know, be that through any of my practices, meditation, blah, blah, blah. And connection with others for yes. me is a massive one. Totally. And, you know, I, I just, uh, it, yeah. it feeds my soul. And that's, a really, that's really authentic for me. Mm-hmm. That's been one of my hardest pieces in COVID. Yes. Has yes. been, you know, the lack of, of, connection. of physical connection. Yeah. Um, with friends and family and, you know, those I love. Like, like that's just been cool. Yes. So they would be, yeah, they would be my three. Beautiful. And where can people find you, Sarah? Yeah. Okay. So Wearing Your Worst is my handle on Instagram mm-hmm. and that's one of the best places to find me because yep. I, I, you know, I've got, I've got lots of free downloads actually for people to, okay. to jump on and just that's awesome. investigate. So it's so they can find that both on Instagram or on my site, which yeah. is wearingyourworst.com. Yeah. And um, there's a free download to go into. Perfect. And I've also got a free mini series and things. So it gives you the opportunity to start working with your own wardrobe. Perfect. Yeah? And your own relationship with your wardrobe. Love it. On that. Very good. Thank you so much. You know, I've been putting off the last two years, I've been meaning to do a decluttering of my wardrobe. I've got a massive walk in, like a, you know, behind our bed, we've got this like wall, which is full, like two, I don't know how many meters it would be, maybe four meters. So eight meters in total. And it's all mine. <laughs> and I've been <laughs> meaning Fabulous. to right. declutter and go through my wardrobe since the start of lockdown. And it's been one of those jobs I keep putting off, but you've inspired me so much. And I think it's really, um, yeah, it's so much easier now because, you know, the Murray Kondo, the whole, you know, does it spark joy? That didn't really work for me. But I love how you've said, you know, you've got to step into your heart and know how it makes you feel it based on your essences. And I feel like I'm, they're a bit clearer to me now. So I'll be able to cull a lot easier. With that knowledge. So thank awesome. you so much. Love, you're so welcome. I love that. Let me know how you go. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Sarah. It's been a pleasure talking with you. And um, yeah, so people can find you on wearingyourworth.com, is it? Yes, yep. yes, wearingyourworth.com or wearingyourworth on Insta. Perfect. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Stay you well. You too, Vicky. Thank Thanks you. So much. Bye. 
Thanks so much for joining me today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and follow me on our YouTube channel, One Body, One Life, to see more inspirational videos to help you reach optimal wellness and longevity. But until next time, don't forget, you've got to nourish to flourish.